Glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can keep more of what you make. For the third time in the last year, today's Clark Rageous Moment involves e-cigarettes. I'm going to hit you with the latest developments. If you have kids, you got to pay attention. And coming up yet later, if you have cut the cord, there's a development you need to know about that can make your life easier and save you money. The American Customer Satisfaction Index is one of the most respected organizations in the country, grew out of University of Michigan in rating various industries and companies on how they do at serving you and me as customers. And in the data just released, one of the industries rated is the banking business. And there has been a shift that I want to make sure that you are aware of. Historically, credit unions have ranked head and shoulders far, far ahead of banks. And now, even though credit unions still have higher customer satisfaction ratings than banks, generally, The dividing line works like this. Big banks generally don't make people very happy. The worst of all in the customer satisfaction index of all banks rated, Wells Fargo for the second year in a row. And that's not a surprise with all the ongoing scandals at Wells Fargo. And generally, the best ratings on banks come from smaller banks. Now, the smallest banks that overall get a great rating, not quite as high as credit unions, but still a great rating, and it's pretty close. But there's also a category that a lot of people in the banking business refer to as super regionals. These are banks that are not as big as the four giant monster mega banks, but they still have substantial size. And two of those got very high ratings for customer satisfaction. Capital One, which is familiar to so many people as a large credit card operator and an online bank as well, as well as having traditional branches, and a regional along the Atlantic coast, the Atlantic seaboard, biggest in Florida, SunTrust banks, got great scores. And again, nearly as well as how credit unions do. Why is the gap narrowing? I think it's about technology, that most credit unions are smaller. People that are younger want to do everything on an app, want to do everything uh, remotely, may not ever want to walk into a branch. And so credit unions of smaller size may not be able to stay up to the minute with the latest technology that people are looking for. There are now, there's a class of giant credit unions that are able to stay up to date with all the technology that are pretty much national credit unions, the largest of all credit unions, Navy Federal, and they're able to offer all those things, size and also generally very good customer service. Another industry rated this time was the financial houses. And the big story there is a significant decline 
in customer satisfaction at Vanguard, which tracks anecdotally with the calls I've received from people who have been unhappy with customer service issues at Vanguard. Vanguard is truly a victim of its own success, roughly five times the size of what it was 10 years ago. And so operationally, they're wheezing. And it's owned by its members. So its own members are mad at it for not offering the level of customer service that people experienced in the past. Who people are the happiest with overall is Charles Schwab. Charles Schwab has a significantly higher score than most of its competitors. And that is an interesting facet with this one as well. Guess who's at the bottom of the heap again? Wells Fargo, that has a large brokerage operation as well. So Wells Fargo is obviously a very damaged brand. And one other industry of note was rated that uh, people are very unhappy with, and that's health insurance. And health insurers now rank as low on average as the nation's airlines. And that's dipping pretty low because people <laughs> in satisfaction surveys always gripe about the nation's airlines. And now health insurers have fallen so low, they now tie with the airlines. The lowest rating of all goes to Blue Cross and Blue Shield. The highest rating goes to Kaiser Permanente, which is a healthcare co op. So Kaiser, like Vanguard, operates different in a different spirit than other players in their industry. And historically, people have felt the best about doing business with co-ops that are there to serve their members rather than traditional organizations there to serve their stockholders. Michael is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Michael. Hey, good afternoon, Clark. Hey, Michael, you got to talk to me about what happened to you pay at the pump, something I've talked about just recently with the vulnerability of payment systems at gas stations. Yes, I was a victim this past summer. The gas station skimmers got me. But uh, my my bank, fortunately, alerted me with uh, a, a telephone text to my cell phone and alerted me of a potential fraudulent situation, and they were right. So, so you, you had gone and uh, they, they rectified the situation quickly. So you had gone pay at the pump. And then how long after that was it that a criminal started using your compromised information? The very next day, they had three purchases at a retail store where I do not shop. And the bank, you know, proactive fraud detection you know, flagged that and notified me. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, I was I was thankful at first. You know, I just thought it was a generic message coming out, and then I paid attention that, you know, my card was going to be frozen the next day. So, and it was. So, as far as having your funds restored from those three purchases, how long did you have to wait for that? It was within three days. They had the credit to my bank statement. Well, that's excellent because, you know, the bank has 14 days to restore the money, Uh, 10 what are known as banking days, which works out to be 14. 
and that they did so in three is wonderful. Did the three days without that money cause you any hardship or were you okay? No, I was okay. And what was even more impressive is the purchases were very small. I think they were probably careful about that. They were all in the 50 to $55 range. So there wasn't a large purchase flag. It was just the fact that it was a store I didn't shop at and it was three consecutive purchases in one day. Well, how about that? So um, the other aspect is that the retailer almost certainly has video of the perpetrator, and it seems that that video is never used to close the circle on who the crooks are, but at the very least, the good news is that this was a minor inconvenience for you, and your bank was on the spot because they're the ones that found it, and they're the ones that cleaned it up as far as your wallet was concerned. That's right. So do you still use a debit card at pay at the pump? I do. And the question I have for you is oftentimes when you use your debit card, it will ask you debit yes or no. And I always select no and it prompts me to input my zip code rather than a pin number. So, you know, I'm under the impression that it's treating it like a credit card and not a debit card, but I don't know if that's true or not. Okay, so the deal is, as far as your consumer rights, it doesn't change anything. You still have no consumer rights of note. I mean, the consumer rights on a debit card are vastly inferior to a credit card. So you would think when you are asked that question, credit or debit, does that then mean you come under the umbrella of the protections a credit card holder has and you don't? But the advantage is huge for your bank because when you say credit, not debit, the fees for that transaction go up as much as 100% that the merchant has to pay and typically somewhere around 20 times the cost of what they pay. So there's almost there's a minor charge that uh, that the gas station pays when something clears as a debit, but a very large charge that they have to pay when it clears as credit. So your bank or credit union, in this case a bank, they want you as a customer to say credit because it boosts the bank's fee income so high. The gas station, on their hand, wants you to say debit because then it holds their costs down. So we're just pawns in that game. Okay, that, that makes sense. So, um, so but, it's your choice if you use that debit card. My preference, even though you didn't get harmed in this case, it's kind of like a, a warning shot, that it is your advantage if you carry credit cards to use them pay at the pump because even though they can be compromised, there's essentially no effect on you at all when a credit card is compromised, where there can be a significant hassle for you with a debit card that's compromised. William is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, William. Hi, Clark. How are you doing? Great. Thank you, William. How can I be of service to you? Well, um, I uh, started an account with, with a company called Acorns a few months back, and um I I invested about forty bucks. You know, it was like a re- recurring investment, and I had to turn it off because you know it got a little expensive after a while. Uh, yeah, and I lost. Uh, I ended up losing one of my jobs 
Um, oh my goodness! So How to, many jobs do yeah. you have to work? Well, I had two. Uh, I've now just got the one. But okay. anyways, um, uh, that's my main one. But the other one was like temporary. But um, so it was a seasonal. But anyways, I lost my seasonal work, and so the so the recurring investments got too expensive. So I had to turn them off. And so, but it, but uh, over that period, while the while the recurring investments were on, I invested about forty bucks uh, into this into this Acorns account. Total uh, of forty, kind of, right? I'm sorry, what? Total of forty. Yeah, a total of forty dollars. Okay. Um, you know, it was automatic debit. Right. What it was set up for uh, once a month, but. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, I was just kind of curious about the uh, the company itself. Am I making a good decision with this with this company with Acorns? Acorns Acorns is great, and okay. it's been a great tool for people with uh, putting in small amounts of money over time, ending up uh-huh. with a decent amount of money eventually. But if you only have forty dollars in, and because of your financial circumstances, don't intend to put more money in, I would bail. Oh, I do. <laughs> oh, you do, do plan to put more money in. Okay, because you're yeah, paying... Yeah, I, I, I have a Roth IRA set, set up with them. Great, great. Because, you know, you're paying $12 a year to have an account, a basic account with Acorn, Acorns. Oh, yeah. And so if you only had $40, and that was all it was ever going to be, then spending $12... Yeah, it worth it. <laughs> it would not be worth it. But if you're using Acorns ongoing and you're adding to the money... You're doing a retirement account with them and all the rest, then it's a great way to micro invest. I like the mm-hmm. way they do their portfolios and it builds habits of investing. So okay. if you are going to continue to put money in, Acorns is legit. I like, uh, I, I was worried about it at first. Would people really participate in numbers large enough to make it work? And so far, it's worked really well, and I would keep it up. Today's Clark Rageous Moment concerns Jewel, a company that I have talked about going back to last year with a special warning for you, especially if you have children as young as 10 years old. Scams, ripoffs, outrages. It's a Clark Rageous Moment. So, Jewel if you're not familiar, sells flavored e-cigarettes and very heavily markets to children and tries to addict children with these candied flavored uh, e-cigarettes in elementary school, middle school, and high school. And you ask anybody, fifth grade or higher, they know all about Juul. And it's looked at as a cool thing, even from very young ages. Juul is all about addicting young people and creating a lifelong habit of addiction to tobacco, to nicotine. Juul has three quarters of the market and is now facing a number of investigations and potential federal sanctions. And so they now have suspended the marketing they were doing of their Juul products. But it's way too late. The kids are already into it and don't seem to understand the consequences. And unfortunately, most parents aren't aware 
of what's going on with the e-cigarettes, the attempts to target children, to use candied flavor uh, to try to addict children, and it's something that as a parent, you got to know it's going on. You can't just have one talk with your kids. It has to be an ongoing conversation. And I remember last year when I talked with my then 12-year-old about it, he knew all about it in the sixth grade. And a lot of people he knew were jeweling, although he told me that he wasn't doing it himself. But the point is, as a parent, to know about peer pressure, to know this is part of what's going on, and you got to get involved. Great to have you here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you learning ways to keep more of what you make. So, question for you. Are you an Amazonian? I don't know where that first came up as an expression, but it's somebody who's really into Amazon, has an Amazon Prime membership and all that. Well, if you are one, and you also are someone who has cut the cord or your cord never for traditional pay TV, Amazon is trying to tie you now more into their ecosystem. And gosh, that was like a pun unintended. Anyway, Amazon just yesterday has introduced a new DVR that is for people who have cut the cord. It's called the Recast. It's $229, which by itself is not the big news. The big news is that there's no monthly fee. So you have a DVR that records whatever you tell it to, and this is where the Amazon uh, Echoes come into play, is that, how do I say this without triggering something from your device? Uh, That word you say to make a command You just tell it what you want it to record, and it will go out and find on broadcast TV who's got that and automatically record that show for you. And if you've gone a step deeper with Amazon and you have Amazon Fire Sticks in your TVs, whatever you've recorded on your recast will be available to you on any TV you have a Fire Stick hooked up to, and again, with no monthly fee. One thing you have to have with this device is you have to have a antenna that, depending on where you live and how strong the signal is for local broadcast channels, which in a midsize or large television market, you'll have an amazingly large number of local broadcast channels that you're not aware are there. But anyway you'll be able to bring in all these channels on the Amazon device and record what you wish, and Amazon allows you to stream any of a number of things except their arch-rival YouTube TV, which is becoming perhaps the most popular of the streaming TV products. You can't use it because Amazon doesn't want you using anything from Google. But you will have access to all the Amazon Prime Instant Video and other services as well and have this central hub, the recast, again, $229. Don is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Don. Hello. 
Don, you got something to talk to me about with your 13-year-old. Yeah, so uh, we, he has an iPhone and some other electronics, and we're just trying to make sure that he's as safe as possible while he's searching the Internet. And just wonder if he had any advice on monitoring services for the Internet. So there is a software that I've recommended before, and it's done by Kaspersky, however you say their name, Kaspersky. I can't pronounce Russian names. (laughs) Anyway, they're the ones that do a lot of antivirus software for computers. They have a product for you to be able to monitor kids, what they're doing across platforms, on Macs, PCs, and on mobile devices. And it's called Kaspersky Safe Kids. And it's 15 bucks. Oh, that's nice. Okay. So you can monitor things like that. And I don't remember if Life360... Oh, yeah, Life360 does work on iPhones. So have you ever heard me talk about Life360? I have not. So Life360 is a free tool that you can... uh, All family members can be on it if you want where you can see up to the minute where everybody is. So if I, and I don't even know why I forgot that it works on iPhone because my kids have it and they're on iPhones. So with Life360, I'm able to pull up a map right now and see where my kids are. They're able to see where I am and it puts up a map. It's really great for you to be able to use it for free although it's a freemium business model and life 360 has a much fancier suite of services if parents want them that are available for them one other one i'll mention to you and is the one called custodio q-u-s-t-o-d-i-o okay and you can look at that one they have a family plan does a bunch of different things there's a basic version and then there's one that does a whole bunch of stuff where you're able to monitor what's going on with your kids and they in the custodio environment they have the three different plans they call them small medium and large and so it depends on how many devices you want to track so not family members how many devices and so the cheapest plan for up to five devices is 55 bucks a year. Oh, okay. Great. So uh, did you get all those? Because I know I threw I a lot of y- no, you all at once. You're good. Yep, I got all that. Yep. All right. Well, best right. to you. And uh, one of the other things you'll face is how much time your teenager spends on that iPhone. Yeah. So good yeah, luck with that part. That. Thank you very much. <laughs> sure. Bye. And Keith is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Keith. Hi, Mr. Howard. How are you, sir? Great, thank you. But you just violated one of the most important rules on the Clark Howard Show. You know what that is? Uh, last name. Yeah, he just got called me Clark. Mister. No, uh, Mr., well, just military Clark. Military background, sir. Uh, military background. Well, Sorry about that. Thank you for your service to our nation. Which branch? Air Force. So, uh, you know, I was at an event on Veterans Day and the Marines were making fun of the Air Force that you had it too cushy. <laughs> they they do serve their part, that's for sure. Well, how can I serve you? 
Well, my wife and I are in the process of investigating solar panels and some home repairs on the house. And, you know, the solar panel is, seems like a great investment. I just want to get your, your input on that, as well as which companies or financial institutions to use for a home equity loan. So home equity, and you used a key word, home equity loan, which means that you have a fixed rate for a 5, 10, or 15-year period versus a home equity line, which is a floating rate. So the best rates are going to be available to you as someone with prior service from uh, Navy Federal, Pentagon Federal, or from USAA. Are you a member of all three of those, some combination of those three? No, sir, not currently. Wow. You got to take so advantage the of the fact that you served our country and and, and uh, join the military programs that are available to you because I would go look at the websites of all three, Navy Federal, um, Pentagon Federal, and at uh, USAA and see what kind of rates they're offering you on the home equity lines. Okay. Because it is such uh, such a great advantage you have for having served. Okay, I will definitely do that. Thank you. And so let's talk about the solar for a second. A lot of the solar companies will try to get you to do some form of lease, usually referred to as a PPA, a power purchase agreement. And I do not advise that when you're hearing a pitch from a solar company. I want you to own the system. Okay. And if some of the solar companies do offer very inexpensive financing uh, on the installation of the solar, and for that part, you may find that the financing offered by the solar company on a loan will be cheaper than what you can do with one of the military credit unions or with USAA. Okay. I, I know that we did take a look at the interest rate that this particular company was offering. It was 5.99 versus a home. We had, had hoped a, a home equity loan would be cheaper. Likely uh, that would have been the case a year ago, but with the step up in interest rates, if somebody's offering you basically 6% financing on the solar fixed rate, that will likely be cheaper than what you're going to find on a fixed rate home equity loan. And so might be your best deal. Andrea is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to talk to you. I listen to you on usually Bill Handel on KFI, but I'm so excited. Ah, Bill is such a fun guy. He is, and I love listening to you guys talk. Well, thank you. But I'm excited because I have a golf question. I'm not Um, any good at the game. No, neither am I. But my son, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to plan ahead for holiday shopping and Black Friday sales. And I was looking at, like, golf rangefinders or the GPS, like, wristbands and stuff. Ah, do you know of any great deals coming up on these high, higher ticket items for it's a, golf? It's a very common, it's very common 
Black Friday week sale item. And okay. so if you're interested in the you know the golf GPS devices that are you looking at the ones that your son would wear on his wrist or the ones that he would hold that are specifically for like, golf courses? I like the I think the wrist ones make more sense. Okay. Like I I was looking at those and one in particular I don't know if I'm allowed to talk Sure, name, name brands it. and all that stuff. Absolutely. Like, Go ahead, because this is Black friend, Friday we're talking about. Right. A friend of mine told me that, like, the Bushnell rangefinders are really cool, but those are, like, $500. And I love my son, but I don't know if I love him enough to spend $500 for him for a Christmas gift right now, not when I've got other children. Sure. Um, okay. But the, the Garmin S20 GPS, I saw it today on... You know, my Amazon Prime, which I know you do talk Amazon a lot. Um, but it's still kind of pricey, and I don't know if I'm better off just buying it today on Amazon Prime, or do I wait and buy it, you know, closer to Black Friday? Right, I got two things deal. I want you to do. One is, have you ever heard of Camel, Camel, Camel? No. So Camel, Camel, Camel will uh, let you know historical price trends for an item on Amazon. And you'll awesome. be able to see if today's price is one that's a yawner or is really a good price. Okay. In addition, because you're looking at a Garmin and they're so widely sold, go to frugal.com, F-R-O-O-G-L-E. Okay. Which is actually just the cute name for Google Shopping. And okay. it will do comparison shopping. And the more specifics you are where you know garmin and a specific model number it will be able to show you the cheapest price that's available and the range of prices from place to place okay and then uh we at clarkdeals.com and then all the other deal sites will have information over the next couple of weeks of all the deals that are going to be available through the black friday shopping season okay and when deals pop up on the golf gps devices they'll be on our site and the others as well right so just keep following up because my thing is i don't want to buy it today and then find out that oh my gosh you know thanksgiving i could have gotten it for i don't know 129 instead of the 179 or whatever all right so um, one thing you can look at if you're gonna if you see a deal at a particular store and i don't know amazon's policy on this but you know, some stores, if the price get goes down within 30 days, you just ask for the refund of the difference. So you can go ahead and know you have it, and then if the price does go down, you get that lower price. Oh, okay. That's good to know, too. So that way, if you see something that feels like a deal, but you're not sure, you could buy it and then know that you later could switch to the lower price, just depending on where you buy, because a lot of places all sales are final or they have these ugly restocking fees on electronics and make you pay that before they give you the lower price. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget. 
giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Ask Clark. That's where you post questions for me at Clark.com. Producer Joel then gets to ask the question as if he is you. All right, I'm going to pretend to be Dan for a second here, Clark. And Dan asked the question, I bought a Chromebook and will only use it for banking and credit cards. And now some of my cards exist on Amazon and Walmart to buy things. Should I use the Chrome browser for shopping Amazon and Walmart? Definitely not. And as for doing your credit card stuff on the Chromebook, actually, I would cordon that off and that would not be a strong recommendation of mine. That the credit cards, because the risk to you is so minuscule if somebody compromises your credit card numbers, I don't necessarily see them as something that should be encompassed on your Chromebook. Your Chromebook, I really like the one that you do for finance to be for banking, credit union, brokerage, mutual fund accounts, and bill pay. And your buying online should not come anywhere near that financial Chromebook. All right, Clark and Joe wrote and he said, recently I went shopping for a new car. Everything was going well until I read the sales contract and I was required to go through arbitration for disputes. When I was told that it was mandatory that I agreed to arbitration, I walked out of the dealership and I didn't purchase the car. Since then, I found that more and more companies are requiring consumers to give up their right to legal address by our courts in favor of arbitration. What recourse do we have other than to do business elsewhere? Well, unfortunately, the trade associations and the automotive industry have come up with uh, their own recommended language for independent dealers. The chains have their own language requiring you to go through arbitration for any dispute with the dealership, even in a case where the dealership may have engaged in illegal activity. And that is absolutely a travesty. The problem is not by changing where you shop. The problem is one that the solution resides in the people's house. The Congress needs to change the law that has tilted the balance of power so heavily to big corporate interests against the interests of you and me as consumers, as American citizens. All right, Clark and Mike wrote and he said, what are the websites you've mentioned to buy discounted gift cards? Well, some of them have bitten the dust. We have had to revise our guide on this at Clark.com. The one that is the one that people complain about the least. I can't say the one that people love the most. The one that people complain about the least is giftcardgranny.com. That's giftcardgranny.com. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.